Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time to talk Tigers football with Gabe DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com. Brought to you by James Carlton State Farm. James Carlton will donate $20 to the Mizzou NIL Collective for every quote they give you when you say 101 ESPN. Welcome back, Balloon Party, 101 ESPN. Timothy Michael McKernan, Jackson. Bennett. Bennett Burkett. The text line, friends of the feather. Very understandable they're uh they're wonderful people wow what wow what i'm i'd like to distance myself from that uh real quickly good morning you're listening to 101 espn espn uh, tim mckernan with you here and uh earlier in the segment jackson bennett burkett made a, a condescending remark about the people who are supporting our show by listening to it with a flippant remark that they are quote wonderful people uh, on behalf of 101 ESPN, Jackson Burkett is merely an employee of the radio station and does not speak for, most importantly, me or anybody else, which is less important. I'm more so an underling. You know, I just come in and try not to break anything, and I've failed. And that's on me. From the 636, I feel attacked. Good, you should. Let's see if we can cancel Jackson this afternoon. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, We'll get to work on that uh, after we talk it over with the Colonel, brought to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Gabe DeArmond with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Uh, Gabe DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com. Colonel, I can't get a hotel in Columbia unless I want to spend $400 for a Drury Inn. All due respect, that's not in the budget. So I was wondering if I could uh, have a sleepover tomorrow. Uh, No. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'd also like to say I want to be no part of a show which is condescending and sarcastic to its uh, listenership. I, I don't you. identify with those things at no. all. Thank you. Good. No, that's <laughs> Thank not your brand. Exactly. Good for Gabe. Jackson is on his own island with these condescending remarks. Colonel, I uh, I heard Mike Kelly talking on Tiger Talk uh, earlier this week that there is a the talk of a sellout this week. Is that uh, is that still live? Yeah, supposedly uh, it was like upper fifty thousand uh, tickets sold uh, as of Wednesday night, and you know, of, of course, as soon as you tweet that out, the immediate response is, "Well, it's going to be forty seven thousand Georgia fans." <laughs> Speaking Whatever, of being condescending to our audiences, <laughs> the, the whole, if the state, if every seat in the stadium is full for the first time since two thousand eighteen, that would seem to be a good thing to me, but. <laughs> Just disenfranchised is all get out. Well, I uh, I would love to see Missouri compete with Georgia tomorrow. Um, yeah, that'd be fun, huh? <laughs> but but I just I can't I can't figure out how they would be able to score enough to do that. So I, I we asked on one of our shows earlier this week, like what 
letter grade of a game would Georgia have to play for Missouri to have a shot? Because obviously, if if Georgia plays an A game, Missouri's losing, right? So is everybody in America. But where do you come down there? Georgia has to play a what game for Missouri to have a shot? My honest answer is F. I said I said probably D plus. You know, like uh, that. If Georgia plays D plus, Missouri plays like an A game. I think it's they've got a shot, but uh, but more important than that, honestly, I I just want to see a team come out and actually attempt to play its game. I, I mean, I felt, I, I've thought more and more about this throughout the week. I thought last year's game against Georgia, I mean, it was 43 to six and Missouri fans honestly came out of that game feeling like hey, that was pretty good. That you is know? true. But that is true. I do I remember that. From the opening snap last year, Drinkwitz just played not to get beat by 60. That seems to and, be something he does every once in a while. See the Texas yeah, A&M thing it, last year. Like I'd like to come out and empty the playbook and, that run your plays. I mean, this is, I understand Missouri and Georgia are not on the same level in any regard, but it's a team in your conference. This is a team in your division. If you're just going to sit there and go, well, we got no shot to compete. I mean, Hey, the fans can say that you and I can be on the radio and say that, but that shouldn't be the attitude of the team coming out on the field. Go, go at least take a shot. If you get beat by 60 points, who really cares? Yeah, a loss is a loss. It would be lovely to see some kind of a fight uh, from Missouri tomorrow night. It will be on national television on ESPN. The Luther Burden story certainly uh, got most of the attention this week from people who aren't even Missouri fans wondering what's going on and uh, whether or not uh, there is a health situation, if there is an I'm irritated with not getting the ball situation. So a couple of things on that. Number one, uh, just for the record, for the audience's purposes, the colonel makes it clear he doesn't spend a lot of time on uh, 18 and 19 year olds Instagrams and then try to deduce what they are thinking based on what they do on Instagram. So I'll tend to that for you, Gabe. And then secondarily, you said uh, on Monday when you were on TMA, if he is not healthy, it would be beneficial to all parties to to talk about that, because right now people are just theorizing this makes no sense that you have this top rated recruit and he's not getting the ball. So they did talk about the fact that he's not healthy. He's questionable, listed as questionable earlier in the week. And then Luther Burden came out with his Instagram statement or Twitter statement saying that he is uh, he is not going anywhere and the best is yet to come. So with that all established, uh, your thoughts on the Burden saga here since the loss at Auburn? Yeah, there's kind of two parts of it. I mean, the, the injury thing is I, I commend them for saying, hey, he's not 100%, but then you get into this gray area of is he hurt or is he injured or what because he's questionable for this week. But he played in the second half last week. I mean, he, you know, had I, I counted, I watched the whole second half. I think it was 11 offensive snaps. They threw the ball to him a couple times. Um, obviously, didn't complete him, but they did target him. Uh, he was back on punt returns. And even though Eli Drinkwood said he wasn't supposed to return it, I mean, to me, there's a healthy enough to play and not healthy enough to play. And if he was healthy enough to play last Saturday, what would make him not healthy enough to play this Saturday? You know, it's a. So it's a tough situation, and people got mad at me. They said, well, you said they should come out and say if he's hurt, if he's hurt. And they did, and yeah, they did. Um, but there's still just a lot we don't know about that. And uh, so that's the first part. The second part is I went through every freshman, every true freshman receiver in Power 5 football plus Notre Dame yesterday. He's actually second in the country in targets, fourth in yards, and second in all in tied for first in touchdowns when you include all-purpose yards. That includes punt returns, rushing attempts, all that. So the idea that he's not getting the ball, um, 
or not getting opportunities, I think is actually not true. Um, you know, I think comparatively speaking, comparatively speaking to other true freshmen, to other true freshmen, and I understand he's the number one receiver in the country and all that, but. Some of these other guys, I mean, the number two receiver in the country last year plays for Arizona. He's got 11 touches for 200 yards, which actually both those, they're all receptions. So receiving, he's ahead of Luther, but but all told, he is behind Luther. I, I mean, it just goes back to what we talked about in the summer. When a kid like this goes to a place like Missouri, there's a different level of focus and attention, and it's, not really fair to the kid. Uh, I mean, we're seeing Dominic Lovett in year two has gone from a guy that people said, well, why don't he get the ball more to leading the SEC in receiving? It doesn't happen for everybody week one. And so some of this is on Eli. He has to find easier ways to get him the ball and all that. No question. He shouldn't go a game without touching the ball. But some of it's on Luther, too. And just, you know, adjusting to this level. He's playing for the first time against guys who are probably as athletic and as good at football as he is. And that's never been the case before. So there's a, there's an adjustment that has to happen. And the easiest way I've, I've said it is I'm going to make a conscious effort to for going forward to write about Missouri football and Luther burden, not Luther burden and Missouri football, yeah. because I don't think the latter is fair to anybody. And if fans want to do this, Hey, this, this is the, what's good for this kid is more important than what's good for the team and all that. They can do it and you can't talk them out of it. But to me, it just has to be a, Hey, Missouri offense thing. I mean, if, if they compete with Georgia tomorrow and Luther burden doesn't play and Dominic Lovett and Nate Pete go out. Great. Cool. I like how many times Luther touches the ball then becomes secondary. This is also partly a story because they're not any good on offense. So, uh, Gabe, a final question for you. Uh, we have both covered Missouri, albeit it's been a long time for me being down there on a regular basis, and you're now there on a daily basis, and I know the coverage and the ability to get close is, uh, is much different than it was uh, back in the day. With that said, can you get a sense for the mindset of Eli Drinkwitz, the coaches, the players, and where they are? Because, as I think you would agree, the mindset of the fan base those who are passionate about Missouri football is is super low right now, and the casual fan uh, doesn't even pay attention. I think at this particular point. So, uh, what what are you seeing inside the program? Well, it's tough to know because, like you said, as as little as we're there, I mean, just from what they've they've said all the right things, and you know, Drinkwitz is he, he said a number of times over the last two years that progress is not linear, and he's right. Um, he said, you know, the the first step was being competitive, and then, hey, they they've been competitive in some of these games, and now the next step is kind of finishing and learning how to win. And uh, he's right, but also that step needs to to happen. It, progress isn't linear, but it kind of has been the last three years, and frankly, it's it's been results wise, it's gone backwards. I mean, they were five and five the first year, six and seven last year, and. Look, the, the trend line is is not promising for six and six or better this year. I mean, I, I can't really come up with a with a path to get to six wins for this team right now. So, I think that's the concern more than any more than any individual game or anything. Is I just look at a program and that I've got a kind of a hard time making an argument is better than the one he took over. 
Gabe DeArmond. You can read more Power Mizzou, all the coverage tomorrow and tomorrow evening and throughout the weekend at PowerMizzou.com. Gabe with us every Friday here on 101 ESPN. Presented by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Colonel, enjoy it, and uh, don't uh, don't be scared if I knock on the door tomorrow around uh, midnight looking for a place to stay. I mean, I may not be home by then. I think my wife will be a little um, baffled and probably won't answer the door. Wow, that's a shame. That's a shame. I mean, be like having George Clooney knocking on the door. That's Seriously. what I. That's what I've been told. <laughs> well. I mean, I'm 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 glad that uh, I'm glad that you're able to maintain that positive outlook. Thank you. Look at that. <laughs> and that best. is how the Colonel handles things on Power Mizzou. Thank you, Gabe. <laughs> All right, guys. See you. Uh, there Thanks, he man. is, uh, the Colonel Gabriel P. D. Armand of Power Mizzou, brought to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency.